Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business and Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips and I am the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and acquire customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. But that's not why you're here. You're here to get 15 minutes of killer content. So we are going to dive into the good stuff today because we are chatting with a digital marketing entrepreneur, speaker, and neuromarketer, just you about that term, Chris Daly, who gets excited about helping businesses learn what their users want on their website using psychology-based testing and analytics. So let's set sail, people. So welcome aboard, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure. Awesome. What do you mean by neuromarketer? That's such a cool term. <laughs> neuromarketing is, it's, it's, it is a new term. Um, and what, what people typically mean when they say that is it's a new way of fusing psychology and marketing together. So neuro, obviously talking about the yeah. brain. And, um, and what I love about that, it's actually the thing I love most about what I do is um, marketing, it's easy to just get in the habit of just putting together stuff that you think looks good mm -hmm. and throwing it out there. I mean, that's what advertising has been for uh, decades, if not centuries, is whatever I think my audience wants to see, I'm just going to throw it out there and hope that it works. The great thing about the digital world, and especially in the last probably 10 years that has come about, is you don't have to just guess what's going to work anymore. There are so many ways that you can um, gauge how people are actually going to respond to different marketing messages, different creative pieces that you put together. And so uh, marketing becomes so much more powerful when you can dig in and try to understand how are people thinking? What do people want to see? Who are these people? And you know, what, what will resonate with them and why will this resonate instead of this? Um, it's such a fun uh, it's such a fun way of, of fusing two different mindsets together. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where I, like I said, that's where I just fall in love every day with what I do. It is pretty interesting. And I'm always intrigued on like what makes people tick and what makes them click and open and engage. And sometimes something that you think, Oh, you know, I'm not going to get much of a reaction or something that you think, Oh yeah, they're going to eat this up. And it's not the case at all. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I love the whole thing about psychology based testing and, and that's the big key, right? With testing and analytics. Now let's look about websites in general. Now, what are some of the biggest mistakes that people make or what some of the biggest problems are that most businesses have when it comes to their websites? Yeah, so there's there's two major things that really jump out to me that I see almost on a daily basis. Number one is when most businesses create a website or a landing page or frankly an email for that matter, typically what people are doing is they're either copying their biggest competitor. So they say, <laughs> hey, this guy is crushing it. So his website must obviously work. So let's just copy this guy. Uh, or they're going to some designer or design agency and saying, design me something that looks awesome. Mm -hmm. But neither of those have anything to do with data or what they know their users want. It's just a guess, really. 
um, that's, that's one of the big issues. And then the other big problem that I see regularly is once people do launch a site, um, if it works well, then people tend to just leave it alone. It's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But (laughs) you're also saying, if it ain't broke, then don't make it better. I totally. Um, (laughs) And, and so, uh, that's kind of what, you know, what, what I do is I help people get over both of those hurdles. So Mm -hmm. if you don't know what to put up on your website, if you're just kind of taking a guess, uh, the best way to create a new website is to actually test a few different versions. We've done this for, for several clients. In fact, we have a, uh, a client that we're working with right now that sells Disneyland tickets. Very, very fun industry to be in. Yeah. Um, so they sell Disneyland tickets online and they're working on a big website redesign. They've actually been working on this website redesign for like a year and it's been tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in the making. So as they're creating this new website design, instead of just saying, this is what the new design is, let's put it up on the site. What we've been doing is saying, okay, hey, this is the new homepage design. Let's test it against your current design. Not only that, let's try a couple of other approaches because we might not have the best approach for our audience. Let's see what will actually resonate with people. And by doing that, we've actually found some of the new designs that they were going to put up were going to dramatically decrease sales. And so by testing it ahead of time, we're able to fix a lot of those issues before actually went into production. Nice. And it's like, it's not cookie cutter, right? Like what works for one industry or one target market is not necessarily going to work for another I am blown away every day by things that I think should work because I've seen it work other places and it doesn't. Yeah, I know. It's the weirdest thing. And I remember um, working with some landing pages and I'm like, oh, but it's so freaking ugly. (laughs) And it's like, I don't know, the web person I was working with, like, yeah, but it converts. I'm like, all right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, designers hate me. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's so true. And then you see, and I've done the opposite, right? Like see, oh, but the site is so pretty. It's slick, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, yeah, but it's not converting. So what's the point? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I know. Those things that you don't, like you just, have it in your mindset but if you dig deeper and like you said look at those testing and the analytics to give you the numbers um now why do we why do we suck so bad (laughs) testing and analytics and looking deep into those things well a lot of it is i think people are just afraid Uh, most business owners most marketers are just afraid of how hard it's going to be to do some of this stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, that's, I think the, the biggest concern that I hear often is, well, I don't have the resources to do this, or uh, I don't know what to do. Like, I think those are the two big areas is resources or expertise. And, you know, I can certainly relate there, but I'll actually give, I'll give the listeners today a very easy test that literally anybody can build within under a half an hour, um, that I think every business should run. So one of the first tests that we will recommend for our clients is something I call an existence test on a website. And an existence test is literally just removing things from your site to see what kind of impact it's having on conversion rates. Now people, a lot of times will go, Oh my gosh, that sounds like such a waste of time. I'm just removing stuff from my site. I want to put stuff on my site, (laughs) but I will tell you 95% of the websites that I have worked with have at least one thing on them that is hurting conversion rates. 
Right. And for most sites, it's more than one thing. And so before you start testing and tweaking and adding and dumping stuff onto your website, you need to understand what is actually helping and what's hurting your conversion right. rates. So what, what you do is you can use a free tool like Google Optimize. Google has an A-B testing tool that's fairly easy to set up on your website. You just add their code to either like Google Tag Manager or just straight to your website and it ties right in with your Google Analytics. And once you have it set up on your website, you literally just tell it what page you want. So put your homepage URL in there. It's going to pull up your website and then you can go and point and click on something and click remove and it will be gone. And now you have a new version of your homepage that doesn't have your banner or doesn't have your testimonial or doesn't have your product. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so once you, once you are ready, once you've created one or two or three different variations of a page on your website where you're removing some things, uh, you just push go and Google's going to launch this, these, you know, three or four different versions of your homepage and they'll split the traffic for you. So they'll send okay. one out of every four people to your original site and one out of every four people to your new version of your site. Um, and this is just a fantastic way again to get a bearing on what is working on my site and do I have anything that is actually hurting me. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it is once you have the, the tool set up, it's point and click. You can build that test in five minutes nice. and have it ready to go. That is gold. I love that. I've never heard of that before. That is great. And, and again, it's, it tells you what's going to work and what's not working. So why make all these changes? Like it's think of all the time and money it saves. Not only that, but it's, it's a win-win because if you remove something from your site that's helping conversion rates. So if I remove my homepage banner and conversion rates go down, well, guess what? Now I have some data that proves that that banner should yeah. be there. Now I'm no longer guessing and going, well, I, I don't know. I think the banner is a good idea. I think it's cool. Uh, now you can for sure base your marketing strategies around, yes, that banner should be there. Now let's figure out what we should put on that banner. That's right. the next test that we ought to run. So if conversion rates go down, it's still great. You learned something awesome. If conversion rates go up, which happens frequently, mm -hmm. in fact, I ran a test for another e-commerce client of mine that sells a bunch of products there. And on their homepage, they had probably 40 different products that were listed out because they were like, Oh, people are coming from Instagram and people like to just scroll and scroll and scroll on their mobile devices. <laughs> um, so they had all these different products listed out. So we ran an existence test. We ran eight different variations of their homepage where we were just removing different sections of content out of those eight different versions of their homepage. Six of them increased revenue. Huh. Six, six different sections were actually hurting Wow. their conversion rates. And so that was just mind blowing. I mean, we made like $30,000 in additional revenue in like two weeks just by removing stuff. Yeah, so that's it's, crazy. like I said, it's a win-win. Sometimes less is more. <laughs> yes. um, now here's a question for you. So are there different stats for your mobile versus desktop or do you kind of lump it all together? No, you, so Mobile is the most neglected part of almost every website out there. I'm sure. Um, mobile users, and most people can understand this 
um, theoretically, but when we actually go to make our website, people just get lazy and we go, oh, okay, let's just take the desktop version, let's shrink it down and we'll turn it into a mobile site. Now we've got a mobile site. But mobile users want a completely different experience than yeah. desktop users. This is another area where businesses get scared because they go, oh, no, but that's complicated and that's hard. I don't want to have a different version of my mobile, right. my mobile website. And you don't have to start out with a different version of your website. This is where A-B testing can help you gradually work your way into a you know, a customized mobile experience. But this is the way that I like to think about it. If I am going um, to a, a local restaurant and I want to know what time they open, well, number one, I could either go to Google Maps and just find out what time they open or I could call them. But if I go to their website and they're asking me to view their menu, place an order, do all these things that I might want to do if I was on my computer, I don't want that. I just want to call them. Yeah. And so you, for a mobile user, you might want to remove all of your other call to actions and just say, call us and give them a click to call button. In fact, we had a, a client, a local service based client here that fixes and replaces windshields uh, for, for people in the area. And on their mobile site, we literally removed their online quote form yeah. And just focus attention on call volume and their overall leads increased by about 90%. Holy. Well, I guess really when you stop and think about it with that whole psychology that you're talking about, people behave differently and they want different things and they're motivated by different things on their phone than they are on the computer. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. you want to make sure that you, that you understand what's different about your mobile users and you cater to them. Yeah, that's so true. And I guess sometimes, again, as a business owner, there's so many things to know and do. And, you know, when it does feel so complicated that there are people that understand and know this, <laughs> just hire out. <laughs> um, so what are some other things where business owners struggle to get people to convert? Like what else on your website or mobile helps with conversion? So I'll tell you the two things that typically have the biggest positive impact on conversion okay. rates. Number one is your value propositions. Now, if I was to ask any business owner, what's your value proposition? What, what do you offer? You could give me a list a mile long of things that you offer. But what you really want to know is what value propositions do people want to see on my website? Right. Totally different. Because you might be selling products and you might have you know, uh, gluten-free, made in the USA, free shipping, you know, uh, free returns, 30-day money-back guarantee. You know, you might have all these different things that you want to say about your product, and it's the best in the industry, and it cures cancer, like whatever it is. <laughs> but you know what? If free shipping is the only thing that people really care about, yeah, you don't, you don't want to clutter up your website with the other stuff because all that other stuff makes it harder to find the free shipping. And so... Um, one of the other first few tests that I'll run with my clients, and this is also a fairly simple test to run is figuring out what value propositions should we put on our landing page or on our product page. Yeah. And so we'll take, 
a, a, a product page and we'll swap out the value proposition. So we'll say, let's have one that focuses on uh, the actual product quality. Let's have another one that focuses on uh, that focuses on the the money back guarantee and the free shipping and all that stuff. And let's have another one that focuses on our company and why we're awesome and all of our trust symbols and that kind of stuff. And it's very interesting to see what resonates. And yeah, a lot of times true. it's not what the business thinks will resonate. Uh, so you want to test what value propositions people actually want to see on the site. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is just the call to action. Yeah. This is where so many people miss the boat because we just assume that people are smart and that they're going to find what, <laughs> what they want on our website, but they don't no. And the easier you can make it. So I usually recommend to my clients something I call the two second rule. If I come to a page and I can't figure out in two seconds what I'm supposed to do, then your call to action doesn't stand out enough. Yeah. I should be able to figure out as soon as I get to a site, I should be able to at least know where I should be clicking. Even if I, even if I need to read some of your content first, it's reassuring for people psychologically to know what they're supposed to do. People like that. They, they don't feel stupid. Um, and it helps them stay longer on your website. So call to action is a big deal. You want to make sure that it's noticeable, that it's in your face and you want to make sure that it's very clear what they're supposed to do. Yeah, absolutely. And some people, uh, yeah, you don't want to muddy the waters, right? Like some people have too many call to actions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seen that many a times. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to ask you a question and then it completely, I was so engrossed in what you said. It just lost my mind. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. Um, I know uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, we want action and we want results yesterday, right? Um, and testing, like it all takes time to figure, do those changes and figure it all out. Um, what do you say to clients that are uber impatient? I, I totally get it. I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur myself. I understand the desire for results quickly, but a lot of times, and I feel like the majority of my job sometimes is helping people hold off on making a gut reaction. Yeah. We'll, we'll launch a test and that same day conversion rate, it'll, you know, the testing tool will say 350% increase in sales and they'll go, put that on my site now. Let's not, <laughs> don't even run this stupid test. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But the fact of the matter is things change over time. You know, we've launched tests that are winning one day, losing the next day. And then, you know, oh, two weeks into the test, a completely different version is winning. So you want to, yes, you want to make quick decisions. You want to be able to iterate and move quickly and you want to make good decisions. And yeah. so what, what this is going to help you to do is it's going to help you make smart informed decisions that will really save you a lot of time and hassle in the, in the long run. Cause I mean, you could spend, you know, a week or two right now running a test and getting some good data back, or you could spend six months running a crappy website that's not working well, that's not producing results, and then spend another three months redesigning your site. Oh, I know. Um, and so it's much better to give the time investment now to have data to prove what works so that you don't have to go through all of the pain of, of fixing it later. <laughs> That's so true. And it's the bottom line, right? What's going to, you know, give you the best results in the long term for sure. Exactly. It's a long term game. So you kind of have to have some patience. 
Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately. Now, I know uh, you have an amazing starter guide um, for A-B testing, and I would love to give that to our listeners. Um, Can you talk about that a little bit and let them know how to find it? Yeah, so I get a lot of questions from people that want to try A-B testing. And most of the questions are, what tools should I use? Which I mentioned one, Google Optimize. There's a few others that are really great out there. Um, You know, what are some of the first few tests that I should run? I already mentioned a couple of those, but we've got more in the guide. Uh, And then we just have some other things that you should really think about and and other tools that you can use um, to gather a lot of data about your users on your website. And so um, we've, we've put a lot of good stuff into this guide and people can download it for free at disruptiveadvertising.com slash guide. Perfect. And how can people get in touch with you so that they don't have to figure out all the testing and analytics on their own? They can just <laughs> hit press, help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter at Chris Daly. My last name is D-A-Y-L-E-Y. Or if you go to the disruptiveadvertising.com slash guide, um, there is a checkbox that you can check if you are interested in talking uh, with me or someone at Disruptive Advertising. So um, I would love to hear from anybody who would like to get started in A-B testing. Perfect. Well, you clearly know what you're talking about and have helped. Yeah, your statistics and results are, they show for it, that's for sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate, uh, appreciate that. Perfect. Well, this week's 15-minute cruise to move the needle in your business, folks, has come to an end. I know it goes by fast. And, of course, I want to thank you again, Chris, for, for joining us and for giving us some killer tips. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It was, it was great. Awesome. So folks, if you're looking to achieve faster growth through content marketing and social media, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com and have a profitable and productive week. And may the wins always be at your back. 